You are locked into the Simply Greg Show every Saturday from 10 to 12 p.m. Hello and welcome to the Simply Greg Show. As you already know, the Simply Greg Show is all about elevating the mind and inspiring the community by spotlighting the hidden gems in the community. And that's ordinary people doing extraordinary things so basically every week we have an amazing guest who's either been through a difficult journey or has some wisdom and gems that they can share with us in order for us to also achieve the same success today i've got a pleasure of speaking uh, and interviewing a dear friend uh, i've interviewed him previously before but it's always great to actually get a lot of um, insights from him as well and uh it's a pleasure to introduce my boy giles buckle <laughs> yes great yeah how you doing yes. brother you're right yeah, yeah i'm blessed man yourself yeah i'm good i'm good man you're looking sharp in that suit like look at i had to come correct <laughs> <laughs> these three cameras need to know that i'm wearing a suit <laughs> Three <laughs> angles, you know, it can't, <laughs> it, just, it can't catch you off guard, man. Every yeah. angle. Yeah. I remember when I started having cameras around me, I had to start making sure my trim's on point because yeah. you don't oh, want to catch that mad trim at the back. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man. My hair grows so fast. Like, I, didn't, I haven't had a trim this week. I had a trim last week, but it looks like I need a do over. But this suit is meant to make up. That's the, it. That's it. You know it's a mean? distraction yeah, as well. Exactly. It's just like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, Gels, thank you for making it today as well. Obviously, I've interviewed you previously before and it's always a pleasure speaking to you because you're such an open honest individual who also you know has great wisdom and insights towards whatever you do I mean you are obviously for those who don't know he's an entrepreneur but also an app developer at the present moment yeah. um, previously on he still does web development as well as mm-hmm. part of his business yeah. um, but he is someone who's relentless in his pursuit towards um, you know really providing that service with such great quality and expertise and he's been doing this for yonkers you know so uh, he's going to tell you a little bit about himself so Giles obviously you know right now previously when I interviewed you you were talking about web development now you've added app development as part of your journey yeah let us know your journey and that has obviously brought you here so far as an entrepreneur okay all right so the current phase in which we're at right now is I was really up for the challenge and elevating Mm. um not only my business model but my day-to-day mental activity you Mm. know I wanted to challenge myself and um a lot of the projects that we've been involved in um yeah they were centered around websites but when it started getting into the more kind of complex coding and development i understood how to kind of consult and walk a client through how to achieve and set something up Mm. but um then they would go to you know kind of be like thanks for that consultation um we'll take that to our boss or wherever else and we'll use it when we're hiring an app developer Mm. or we're looking for an app development agency so even though I was kind of consulting and helping them put their ideas together, mm. which was great for me to see, I started thinking that, yeah, like um, uh, we need to scale up our own in-house like, repertoire so people can not only get consulting, but they can get their products produced by us as well. Mm. And obviously that becomes another uh, stream of revenue. But I just wasn't, because you want to be sure that you've got the right team and staff to do mm. it because I'm only as good as my yeah. staff fortunately and unfortunately yeah yeah it's true, it's true. so i just want to make sure like we, we could really hit that hit that note from a business perspective and when i was uh sure of it i just thought yeah, I decided like, to add that yeah. as um, part of your structure and for those who obviously don't know you in terms of your journey as an entrepreneur let them know like how did you start in that journey of uh, web development first and foremost in that okay. tech realm all right and so 
first of all, just in like the first two minutes, I used to sell sweets in the school playground. <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? That's the genesis. Yeah. You know? And then you start realizing you can turn one pound into three if you sell yeah. the donuts to the right kids. Yeah. You know? And then um, you get a bit older. MySpace was popular. And um, I don't know if obviously you'd remember MySpace yeah, yeah. and MSN and all that stuff. And I realized that my friends were custom coding their MySpace sites. I learned how to do it. We were all putting out like music and things like this. And I got a dope Photoshop. I was doing it as a hobby. Later on in life, um, I met a youth leader that helped me understand I could start like an agency mm. or why not do music or why not do something I like doing and I saw what he was doing I was still going to uni and things like that so I just kept it in the back of my mind but then eventually um, I turned that whole kind of graphic design mm. um, interest I developed into a situation where I learned how to build websites and I was doing it for other people and you know just kind of grew from there I realised I could if I got really good at it I could monetize and got good at selling so it came from like being a teenager but then when I got to being an adult I realised oh there's actually a real industry mm. for this and convincing your African mom that there's a real <laughs> industry <laughs> for I this. want you to be a doctor <laughs> you have to be a doctor it's not even I mean that yeah it's like the watered down African mom yeah. the real one that goes to church is why have you disgraced me <laughs> why have you come to embarrass me <laughs> so they feel like me. their life is oh over especially when they ask you that question why are you disgracing <laughs> my life is over <laughs> do you want me to die oh my God. Uh, do you want me to die oh what are you going to say to your mom oh what you mean, Jonah? I carried you nine months not oh. for everything mom not oh for my. everything <laughs> yeah so, yeah that's exactly it so you just kind of you know because you're trying to figure things out practically so when I had the kind of practical roadmap mm. it kind of made me because even if, if I'm going to do something that my family or my parents don't understand or don't agree with I'm comfortable with it it's when I'm confused and they mm. don't agree with it that's where it's a problem like I want to try this thing and I don't know what I'm doing myself. Mm. So when I was able to go to seminars, read books, talk to people, like even, you know, speaking to yourself or whatever mm. else on different subjects and I can see a clear roadmap. Yeah, yeah. When I can see it clearly, even though there might be a, a bit of, um, I guess, disregard or opposition around the idea, if mm. I'm clear on it, I, then, then I you can like, make, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll give it a go. That's amazing, man. And I love the way your your journey has just developed so naturally. Like you said, from being, you know, selling sweets in a in a playground and donuts and different things as well to, you know, also just playing about with uh, graphics and design and so forth and realizing, yeah. you know what, as you grow older, I can actually make a business out of this and I can actually build an agency towards providing a service for, for those who obviously need it most. Um, and what's your journey been like as an entrepreneur and um, what are some of the things that you had to learn along the journey and the challenges that you faced? Yeah, I think I, I like I like the idea of um, being your own boss mm. and doing your own stuff for yourself and being able to do what you want when you want and all this type of thing. But when I actually started running a business, yeah, I realized all of that stuff is a fantasy and mm. I had to just like leave it to the Instagram post because it's not. <laughs> he said it's leave not, it to yeah. the Instagram. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's not my everyday life. Yeah. Like right now, it's like, because it's like going to the gym. You can say like I've got biceps, yeah, but the truth is if you're doing a certain movement on the weights and you don't do it properly, you could tear a muscle. Mm. And when you tear that muscle, that's not an Instagram post. That's like real pain. <laughs> you're going to be out for a while. So you need to stop looking at how it looks and actually get your form right. That's it. Yeah? Love that. That means you need to be prepared to be wrong. Mm. You need to be prepared to ask questions. Mm. Well, you don't want to look stupid. You will look stupid. And um, 
you need to be prepared to understand that you need to work till you've understood this and and, and the job's finished mm. not until five so mm. so punching the clock idea is mm. it's not a bad idea but it's just there's punching the clock and then there's getting a job done whereas if you're just if you're an employee you can say i don't care I'm, well, yeah, yeah, my shift after five, five done. Yeah, that's, now it's your problem i'm not checking my email until tomorrow but mm. when you're running the company it's like you, yeah you can take time off but you need to make sure whatever you're doing is fixed yeah you know that's true so, yeah. and so obviously you know your your journey wasn't um you you encountered some real experiences you yeah. know it wasn't just like kind of like you said instagram post and everything's fairy tales all day um what would you say is one of the biggest challenges you had to face and how did you address that hmm. um personal challenge business yeah just business personal because obviously you've been uh, you've been running this business for how long now yeah Those six five, years six years yeah. now you've done a lot during that period of time i mean you've worked with the lights of virgin you've worked with mobos and done some consultations yeah you've worked with a few other organizations as well which i'm sure you would share yeah um but not everyone has been in a position where you know they've had that exposure yeah. but you have because yeah. you hustle and hustle hard and push hard towards what you're doing you know but in there as well there must have been some challenges whether it be personal and whether it be also within business as well learning the industry better expanding yeah because um some of these things haven't come naturally to us when we're young yeah yeah definitely um like even for myself right now just managing people's expectations mm. uh time management mm. um understanding you know my staff and, and people we're working with as a team mm. and the responsibilities there just being more responsible just being in the, being an adult doesn't necessarily mean you're mature yeah right? so like i'm being forced to yeah. <laughs> mature yeah yeah <laughs> more mature you know even though i've been an adult for a while so yeah probably biggest challenge is um i mean uh, there's challenges every day but probably like lockdown mm. was a, a huge like change for a lot of people yeah myself included yeah you know you had to make some adjustments even if it wasn't just business that like personal life people getting you know is it, is it covid is mm. it is it a conspiracy but then you got family members that are really being affected by it so it's just um one of those things you know and how did that lockdown period also affect your business as well because you can imagine uh, i'm sure mm. you had a few clients um who may have been affected if not you're affected so somehow it's affected everyone indirectly or one way in shape or form yeah so how was that effect for you with web development app development and all of that kind of stuff yeah it's just um well when I've, i think at the time i was just adjusting but i remember just i remember the first week of march like um two i guess two fairly big contracts yeah just fell through and contracts fall through all the time mm. but the reason these fell through is because of the pandemic mm. and so i was like oh, okay that's a new ex you know not even new excuse that's a yeah. new reason yeah new yeah. experience like, oh, okay this is different and then um i just noticed ad, ad costs were getting more expensive people were a bit more fearful and i had to pivot a little mm. bit and then some of my clients just you know reading into things like the hospitality industry we had some good work in the hospitality industry they were the first to shut down because it came to mm. a situation where people were just unsure of what was going to happen next so they didn't want to make sudden business moves and then so just me observing that but as a business myself i just thought all right and now i'm going to use this to like scale up and see mm. what we can do to improve because i have certain goals on to meet and maybe this is a blessing in disguise you know i tried to find like the 
positive way to kind of march through things. Yeah. yeah. And I like what you said, obviously learning to pivot because I think everyone had to identify that, whether it be individually in their personal life mm. or in business, you know, because it's a new experience for everyone and especially yourself as an entrepreneur. It's like, okay, cool. I haven't experienced this before. So I need to make some adjustments here. So what kind of adjustments did you make during that period of time? Um, in order to continue to survive um, because some businesses haven't survived, you know, in that period of time? Um, probably the biggest change for me was internal mm. because my pandemic came before the world's pandemic. Wow. I had an issue. <laughs> I had an issue a few years ago with some staff and mm. family members that were working for me that kind of really brought things to a halt at mm. the end of 2018. She mm. was a bit of my own stupidity as well. I can't mm. blame everyone for it, but I bounced back from that. Mm. And the following year, we were running like discounted website offers and some of our campaigns went viral. Mm. And I won an award in 2009. Well, the company won an award for their design work that year. Mm. So just off the back of that thinking, you know, end of 2018, I was in a very difficult position where I couldn't spend any money because like all of our accounts are frozen mm. and it's Christmas and you know I mean people need to get paid every month anyway so I had to find alternative routes but it was a very stressful period of time so mm. when lockdown came it wasn't I wasn't so stressed from a business perspective because mm. I felt like I'd already seen the worst of it <laughs> it was obviously it was, it was bad yeah. but it was just like I don't know I already you know what I mean it was kind of like oh, okay right, so what, what during doing? that time when the accounts were all frozen and things yeah that like was that. worse yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how long was that for like a that month was two, two it months? was like a month and a half but it felt like yeah. a decade and that like, what that was a big check as well it was a huge check like everything was frozen now like, he was under investigation yeah and this is like the first time I'm even speaking about it publicly yeah um I was depressed yeah. like anyway I, I, I can smile for days but like my mum knows I was depressed yeah and, like the month, two months after that, when I started working again, because I was out of my office for a while, and yeah, I yeah. closed down an office and yeah. restarted. Um, I just started building up again mm. from, um, like you know, just from from home, mm. and um, that was like what 2019. Yeah, yeah. So that year it was a, it was a good year for me to get my hands dirty. Yeah. Um. So I wasn't trying to make any big statements in terms of like revenue. I was just like just keeping it going month to month, but mm. it gave me time to kind of. Maybe not be more humble because I didn't see myself as being boastful, but you know, it definitely did make me like kind of <laughs> reevaluate. See you down, <laughs> see you down a bit because you were on that fast pace. Yeah, it's like, it definitely did because you know, you know what made me realize, you know, what made me realize that? it, it made me realize that raw, like people are really watching you, yeah. Because like then 2018, like the issues I was having with people around me is that like, people knew what I was doing and were looking at what I was doing, whereas I was very kind of close minded Insular, yeah, yeah. internal yeah yeah so I, I i never even now like i never really look at what people are saying about me or doing yeah it's like, and it's not a bad thing yeah, yeah to yeah. be aware it's not a bad thing at all even being part of the groups where you can see what other business individuals are doing yeah and you will kind of get along yeah because i always had my kind of barrier up mm. uh, but then that yeah just made me realize that oh, okay people actually looking at what i'm doing to where i can be to where people try and mess things up for me so mm. like i should take it I should treat this with more like I should I should take it more seriously so how do I do that he's one person I've always told him has been relentless with his advertisement man yeah. I don't know how many times I see his ad coming up on Insta I'm like oh Charles again again, hello. <laughs> again. Yeah, hello. but that just showed me like this guy just don't don't care I'm just gonna be in your face do you understand yeah, so yeah, it's, it's, it's like um, um, but it was great when um, I, I was introduced um, to him by um, 
um, someone of whom, you know, put me into the radio kind of industry and she, you know, connected us two together and she said, I've got a young man who I believe would be great for you to connect with and interview. And then when we connected, I think we ended up speaking on the phone for like an hour or two or so. And then it's like, all right, cool. I'll have you on my show. And that was like, what, four years, three years ago or something like that? Three years, yeah. Yeah, Three years years or two, two, three years ago. Um, But yeah, I've, I've always loved what you've done and how you continue to keep yourself focused on what you are doing in order to kind of like provide that service, whether it be web development. And then now you've gone into app development. Yeah. So what were some of the new challenges you faced? What did you learn from it? And what can other people also learn about building their own app? Um, obviously, this is something new that you had to adjust or pivot, did you say, yeah. during um, the COVID period? Yeah, yeah, because um, we've been building apps for about two, two and a half years, like three yeah. years. Yeah. I, I've been consulting on apps since I started. Okay. Yeah. Um, but when when I was seeing what was going on, uh, with because... I'll take it like this. A lot of our business from like 2015 was like word of mouth. Yeah. Someone who knew someone and I had some other business interests. But when I saw like the potential of what I could do, um, I kind of went down my own road mm. and decided that I'm going to start this agency and kind of learn those, those hard the lessons. Yeah. yeah. So um, from there, when I've learned like, you know, how to, how to deal with people. And it's a lot of other things you need to run a business and not just be a freelancer. Like those people skills, management, um, being able to discern, is this person good for you? Is that person not good for you? Or, you know, even hold your tongue here, speak mm. here, don't show all your cards. All these little things that don't necessarily have anything to do with the website itself. But when I kind of got to grips with, oh, okay, this is a world I'm in, um, then it was how can we scale up, you know, and uh, how can we improve? So app development just made sense. Like it's um, a service that, the way I've set up the company, I feel like we could have provided a long time ago because mm. I was doing it privately. But when I started running the ads for it, I always like the ads to be kind of sociable and personable. Mm. Um, and I just thought, you know, maybe maybe we could turn this into like something really big mm. if these products do well. You know, why not? We're not just... Because with the websites, it's like you build it and that person's gone. Mm. And with the apps, it could be the same way. But I can see some of these apps becoming very successful mm. the way some of them have, have been performing well. And if we can be the company behind that, it'll be great. You know, so all the previous seminars I've done, marketing training on mm. and consulting and everything can just like come together and we can apply this to our clients' work. Mm. So that like we're building the app and then we can build that kind of knowledge base and infrastructure around this is some ideas you can use to make it blow up yeah Yeah. literally and um obviously during that period of time now there's some things that you've learned towards what makes a successful app um what are some of the insights that you know you would like to or that things that people should know about first and foremost before even going in the process of kind of building their own app um yeah there's there's a few things to consider Mm. but I, i would say probably the easiest place to start from is if you find yourselves if you find yourself doing something in a makeshift manner amongst mm. your friends that's probably an app that could work for it yeah so you're planning a night out with your friends everyone's in a whatsapp group and they're trading ideas mm. on where to go people are posting links maybe they would use an app mm. there's an app they would use that could do it in a more organized way that's designed mm. for that because whatsapp's not necessarily designed for that mm. you know? or you have opened the group on your whatsapp or telegram to share ideas to have a forum so you can talk with each other and once a week you do a group call on whatsapp 
Mm. WhatsApp can work for that, but WhatsApp's not ne- not necessarily designed for that as such. Yeah, Clubhouse is. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So the idea of Clubhouse makes sense because that's something people want to do anyways. Mm. So if if it's something that you find in your day to day or just from looking around that people want to do, but there's no tailored solution for yeah. it, that could become an app. Okay, you know, that could be something that people use. You just need to write down its use case mm. and design it in a way that makes sense for your audience mm. you know, and then obviously there's a whole idea of finding a development team and all these little moving parts but if you're clear on the vision mm. it makes it easier to bring that to fruition easier. and I, I love that because it's always the way i like to see it if ever you see find a problem um you are the one who has a solution to that problem that's the reason why you was able to see that problem in the first place yeah um, it just depends on the type of person that you are. Are you the type of person who moans about the problem and mm. complains about it? Or are you the person who creates a solution because you've um, seen, obviously, the problem? So it's yeah. just about what level of responsibility are you willing to take towards that particular idea? And I think creative individuals, just to you know, add in there, are always individuals of whom are willing to take responsibility of you know, whatever... Um, you know, problem that they see sight of a solution towards. It's mm. almost like seeing spilt milk on the floor. Who's you're like, yeah, someone will clean it up. It's like when you're the person who's like, nah, I see this. Let me do something about it. You end up being the person who now, you know, does something about. Because how many times have we all seen it where we're around friends or family or something like, I thought of that idea, but yeah. you didn't do it. Yeah, you didn't. You didn't do it. Now he's yeah. rich and famous. You not. You yeah. hit, you broke. <laughs> Just that, don't complain about yeah. that dude. Yeah. He took action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah, it's like taking action and then believing you can actually do it. Yeah. Like, I find that belief in the idea is, it sounds like really like, um, like cliche, like mm. up in the air, you hear it, but. You have to believe you can do it, first of all. Believe it will work out for you because there's going to be challenges along the way. Uh, you know, so if you don't believe you can do it yeah. and uh, you're just following what you've heard in the newspaper, like, there's going to be challenges. So mm. you need to want it to work, you know, for, for you to be able to see it through the hard times as well. And you know what? It's actually recently that I allowed my mind to think about this. There's a question that was asked, what comes first, confidence or action? And I was like, Oh, very interesting that mm. is. Very interesting because when we look at it as well, and it's now co- totally caused me to see things in a different way because when you build, when you take minimal action, you will build the confidence along the way now to take bigger action. Right. Because sometimes where you lack in confidence is because you haven't exercised anything towards that particular area or domain because yeah. it's new to you. Yeah. You know, and and whatever's new to you sometimes is like you're not confident in, you know, if you're to be a basketball player or something or a netball player, look, I haven't really done that. Mm. So I don't really know. But if I just go to one training to look at it and it'd be like, okay, cool. Yeah. I can do this. Right. So I've taken action and just testing it out. And then I've built in confidence. Now more action consistently yeah. helps me also grow in confidence while taking more action. Yeah, 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 yeah. And as I say, practice don't make perfect, but it makes you stronger in terms of, uh, you know, being able to create whatever it is that you're, you're, you're creating as well and building. So yeah. I think that's definitely a big gem to pass that on. A, that's a huge gem. That is a huge gem. Yeah. It's, like, <laughs> yeah, it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy in a way. It's because you want to you wanna do something and then you're scared to do it. Mm. But you've, 
you have just about enough confidence yeah to lead you into taking that first action that's it that's yeah. it but that confidence is is not enough to do anything else that's so exactly once you've taken the action experience so you go okay like i can i could do this or Ex- like you were just saying and then that kind of i can do this it you've broken a mental barrier that's it you know? like for many of us we have to agree no way did we picture everything mm. every minute detail to where we are right now yeah like if you told me this when i first started then come on yeah. do you understand but yeah. with every step i've taken and then i face a challenge and i'm like but yeah i can deal with this mm. and then in facing that challenge it now creates a whole new vision of different things mm. you know that I, no- I normally tell people as well that the reason why things I, I naturally do things a certain ways because I go with my instincts of how I feel about creating a solution for that problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just makes perfect sense to me. Mm. Like, whereas other people think that um, they need to come up with this crazy idea. It's just taking one step and doing what comes naturally would now create innovation. Mm. Do, you, do you understand? Like we got the three cameras. Why do we have to, cause I want all the different, ang- it just makes sense. Yeah, yeah. I don't need someone to technically tell me that, oh, three cameras, the advantages of that. We've got the lighting. Why do we have that? Look, I'm dark skin. So to me, it just makes perfect sense. These things, right, right, you know what right, right, And right. if more people just went with it instant with things, they realize it's only later on when people are like, bro, you're doing it. I was like, oh, I didn't know it's like, mm. You know, and and I think that's what I would also say about, you know, growing in confidence and just taking that small step, I guess. What are some of the demands that you've been asked and what are some of the things that people need to be aware of before you also give us some practical tips of how to build our own app? Okay, so any last few words? Demands from clients. Yeah, do some of the, because what kind of clients have you worked with in terms of app development? In terms of app development, I mean, I've consulted with like... um, see like Everton Football Club yeah um, um, even like Uber I've done mm. some consultancy with them last year um, built like gaming apps mm. booking apps courier delivery services um, apps that allow you to shop online apps that help you take readings for like your di- if you're a diabetic and so mm. like health related apps um, apps that allow you to work out from home during lockdown became very popular mm. um, I mean like apps for beauty treatment services as well mm. you can book your barber you can book a hairstylist salon so it's like a vast variety of so you can literally make an app for anything then basically like yeah 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 within reason like pretty much obviously because uh i want to we can make anything but i want to make things that are going to get approved by apple and google okay so they have their own restrictions we can build any, anything we want but it doesn't necessarily mean they're going to say yes to it so what are their restrictions? Their restrictions are like dating apps, yeah, like how like the grey area. So mm-hmm. you can have a dating app, but like they're very particular about you know how it's how it's listed, how it's presented. Um, even with the courier service apps, iOS fourteen just came out, mm-hmm. and that may just be an update on our phones that we don't think much about. But for like platforms like Apple. Yeah, like you know, you, you can't track this person's activity no more because mm. the GDP. Or you have to tell us why you're doing this. Mm. Why, why are you using location tracking? Why are you asking them to track their location? Mm. We have a map on this app, and people need to be able to use a map to get to where they're going. So you know, mm. like, you know what I mean? Like we're getting going back and forth with Apple. Like you need to, we release this new update. You need to do this. You need to change this. So it's interesting for me. Mm. It's like wow, like. Steve Jobs, that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> asking me questions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, these are real like, um, 
yeah, kind hurdles. of yeah little hurdles that we have to face. Like I'm facing on the daily, just getting the work out there. So yeah, it's meeting all the requirements of the platforms. It's not impossible, but it's just like you know. It's, it's and where where are some of the trends going that people should also can also probably capitalize or some insights that people can also take on board in building their app? Um, I wish I wish yeah, like uh, when you're building your app. Think about how you're going to market that before you build. Mm. It's like working backwards, mm. you know. So um, I know there's like good ideas because people are investing in apps. Apps aren't cheap to do, and even if it was, even if you even if you could get it done for less, mm. yeah, you should still think about why you're doing it. Mm. It shouldn't be just shouldn't only take it serious when you're spending more money on it. I know people do, mm. but well before it comes to that phase where you're spending money on it, like the idea itself is money you know mm. so you need to place value on your ideas in the way you treat it and the, how, how are you going to market how are you going to get out there it's almost like having a child mm. kid looks cute but how are you going to feed it clothe mm. it you know you got to think about all these things before you push you should think about you should think about all these things before you push out the child mm. you should think about them so same ways with your app like just thinking ahead how are we going to take this to market I love that. I love that. Now, Giles is obviously going to give us some um, practical tips and things to do. He's just giving you insights first in terms of things to look out for, the restrictions and keep, you know, uh, and things to kind of like adjust your, your, yourself mentally and how you view the whole process of how you go about building your own app. Mm. And um, after the break, what we're going to do is um, speak to Giles and he's going to give us some practical tips about how to build your own affordable app and uh, how to go to market, how to really, you know, amp it up in terms of marketing it and um, just really uh, connect with your audience really and truly and, and cause your app to, to evolve. So um, don't touch that dial. Catch you on the other side of the break. We'll speak to you more about how to build your own affordable app. See you soon. You are not into the Simply Break Show every Saturday from 10 to 12 p.m.